Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. be discussing season one episode two titled sisters okay this is a great episode uh, i love it so freaking much it is such an amazing character piece for starfire uh actually the first really great character piece of teen titans because like i said the first episode was very much a proof of concept Uh, This really takes, this is the first episode that really takes one specific character and dives into them so perfectly in such a poignant, amazing way. Uh, It's also just a fun half hour of television. Uh, Now, I want to take a moment and talk about, first off, the villain introduced in this episode, Blackfire, who they do a great job right from the second she's introduced of portraying her as literally the polar opposite of Starfire in pretty much every single way. Uh, Even, like, just tabling the fact that she's a bad guy for a second. Just personality-wise, she's completely, like, the other side of the coin from Starfire. She's much more chaotic... She's much, she has a much easier time fitting in than Starfire. Uh, She knows just what to say with every single person to get them to love her immediately. There's that great scene where Blackfire basically just goes down the line (laughs) and says and does everything that every Titan needs to (laughs) get them to love her. Uh, She does the handshake with Cyborg, where she literally crushes his hand, uh, talks about chakras with Raven, laughs at Beast Boy's crappy jokes, uh, flatters Robin over his cape. Uh, So she's just better at... At sort of fitting in, she's better at sort of blending in. Well, not blending in, but she's better at sort of introducing herself into a group very naturally, or at least in a way that feels naturally. Uh, She is way more confident and way more, quote-unquote, fun 
uh, understands Earth customs immediately, unlike Starfire, who is still very much unsure of herself in, uh, in Earth society. And also, turns out, she's freaking evil, which Starfire very much is not. Uh, and they do a great job of establishing these differences, showing her as a much more uncaged version of Starfire, and as that opposite end of the spectrum to Starfire, as that flip side of the coin, uh, she is very well written and very cleverly crafted. She is a great antagonist. In fact, I kind of wish they showed her more in this series. Uh, She only has one other episode in which she's featured throughout this entire show, and that's it. Like, they should have used her much, much more, I think. But anyway, it doesn't matter. And the arc that Blackfire initiates for Starfire, the arc that Starfire goes through, the uh, personal journey of self-doubt and insecurity, is so brilliant and so down-to-earth, ironically, and... (laughs) So brilliant. Like, Blackfire shows up. Starfire's excited to see her until she realizes that, oh shit, Blackfire is better at integrating herself into this group than me. She's taking my place. I suck compared to her. I'm terrible. I'm worthless. My friends like her more than me. So what's the point of me being here? And it literally goes that far. It literally goes that far as she thinks she doesn't belong. Uh, Blackfire gets the proposal of joining the Teen Titans, and Starfire's like, well, guess I'm leaving the planet. Uh, And it's so relatable. Uh, It's such a relatable character arc. Uh, These insecurities, this self-doubt... Uh, is something that a lot of people experience, is something that a lot of people very much empathize with. Uh, And it's really amazing that, like, the first great character piece of Teen Titans was able to be something this relatable, something so close to what many people experience with their own insecurities, uh, with their own thoughts of, well... Uh, my friends would be better without me. Like, they have this, this, and this person that can do my quote-unquote job better than me. Uh, I suck. I'm just gonna leave forever now. Like, so many people experience that. Hell, I've experienced that. Uh, not to the same extent that Starfire does in this, but I've had thoughts of, well, uh... Everyone likes these people more than me. Uh, Friends don't give a shit. I'm just gonna leave and disappear off the face of the earth forever now. Like, that is... Those are thoughts that cross your mind. Especially if you have, like like me, massive, massive levels of anxiety. Uh, But that arc is so well done. And I love how, like, they just... They start off very small with it. Like, oh, Cyborg and Beast Boy want to play video games with Blackfire instead of Starfire. Oh, uh, Blackfire 
is taking the Titans to a club, but Starfire wanted to do a movie night, and they'd rather hang out with Blackfire than Starfire. Uh, oh, Blackfire understands the club etiquette, and Starfire doesn't. <laughs> Someone asks if she's digging the scene, and she asks about shovels, and everyone laughs at her cartoonishly. Uh, but then it works its way up to bigger stuff, like uh, Robin... Uh, like the whole Robin romance that they first initiate in this episode, that they first plant the seeds of in this episode, uh, that Starfire does have some feelings for Robin, and she sees how close Robin's getting to Blackfire and is very concerned about what that means for her, what that means for the relationship they were building. And then in the background... You have these drone attacks, which, by the way, the design of these alien drones, I love it. It's so, so great. It's like these octopus squid monsters, and it's so cool. It's so awesome. Uh, Both the action sequences featuring those drones are fantastic. And then the Centauri police come. And they're like, hey, Tameranian girl, you're under arrest. Uh, We're taking you off this planet uh, to prison. And you get that whole action sequence on that police cruiser. And then all the Titans show up. Uh, The police flash their badge and it's like, hey, you're all under arrest. And then they're like, wait a minute, you can't be the good guys. We're the good guys. And they explain themselves like, this girl's committed crimes all throughout the Centauri system, all throughout that area. Uh, She needs to be brought to justice. And Starfire's like, I've never been to the Centauri moons. And then Robin makes a connection. But we know someone who has. And I love that, like, they planted this little thing, this little nugget of foreshadowing. Uh, When Blackfire gave Starfire this, like, green emerald necklace. And it turns out that was, like, one of many stolen items. Uh, One of many crimes that Blackfire committed. And so Starfire chases down Blackfire and you get this amazing confrontation, this amazing this amazing fight between the two sisters and finally Blackfire is arrested and taken off world. Uh she was <laughs> her plan to get Starfire to go to jail in her place did not succeed. And Starfire has replaced among the team again. Robin reassures her, "Hey, Blackfire would never have taken your place. No one can take your place. Uh, because, of course, like, she was she was in her own head. She let her insecurities get the better of her. And, yeah, it did turn out that uh, her bad instincts about Blackfire were right. And she was a bad person. But uh, she wasn't right for the reasons that she thought she would be right. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like... Her bad instincts about Blackfire did not come from, as she thought, she was being replaced. But the fact that Blackfire is a literal criminal. 
and she needed to go to intergalactic jail. Uh, but this is a really, really amazing episode. I love everything about it. It is so, so good, so clever, so profound, uh, and just a really, really amazing. Like I said, the first great character piece of this series. Uh, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal episode. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simplest just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 3. Talk to you then.